Hey y'all, you are listening to another episode of The Spiritual Homegirl, where we discuss all things concerning self-development and bettering our spirit, but from the homie perspective, somebody that's going through the journey day by day, just like you. Hey y'all, it's your girl Maria, The Spiritual Homegirl. We're back with a short self-check episode of The Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. Now, before we get started, y'all know I cannot do any podcast episode without thanking you all for listening. So thank you for listening, boo. Out of the tens and thousands of podcasts that are in podcast land, you choose to lend me your ears once a week for about an hour or so. And I hello appreciate that. So we are still on the podcasting day, well, the daily podcasting marathon, all gas, no breaks, 100 miles and running on this Spiritual Homegirl podcast. And I've been so blessed to be able to just have something to say every day. I be talking, boy. Anyway, so I want to talk today about um, the conversation of sharing, right? Online sharing, sharing our business. So first things first. If you are not on Clubhouse, me and my homeboy Tetris, he was the guest last, I think last Wednesday, if I remember correctly. We are doing an authenticity room because um, he's a entertainment host for Billboard. So we do a, as of now, a weekly room on Clubhouse every Thursday. And we talk about authenticity and different topics within that topic. Because that's a pretty broad uh, spectrum of topics that we can cover. So tomorrow, or today I should say, we'll be talking about code switching and who, what, when, where, why, and how, basically. So this is going to be an interesting topic because I know I've done it at some point. I wonder if Tetris has done it at some point. So from a entertainment perspective and then from a professional, you know, not entertainment perspective, from a being in front of your elders perspective, I think code switching is, is a pretty... It's more commonplace than we think. Like, there's certain things that we do code switch for, but... Sometimes it's within our identity as black folks and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's more of a survival tactic versus something that we're doing because we want to be respectful of our surroundings. Like you wouldn't talk with your homegirls the way you would see your grandmother. Some of y'all would and that's great. But for a lot of grown people that want to be free to say whatever they want to say, they're not going to be as fly at the mouth when their grandmama around as they would with their homegirls or people that they cool with. So we'll be talking about that later on today so if you are listening and you want to sign up for that room definitely click the link in my show notes and it will take you there make sure you turn the notification bell on if you have not followed me on clubhouse my name is spirit homegirl on there and my club is make peace with the day so tap in boo so with that being said i want to talk about oversharing and how i understand all sides right but you're choosing what works best for you at this point. So if you're looking for a blanket statement to just follow, this is not going to be the episode for you, nor will any episode be for you. The only thing I do blanket statements on is don't be a hater. Don't be out here harming nobody and be good to yourself. Those are the three things that I kind of, oh, and also remember the power of choice and trust yourself and your intuition and don't settle for no bullshit. That's really what I stand for with spiritual homegirls. So those are the things that you'll probably hear me say when it comes to blanket statements. But in terms of the directional piece, the directive piece, I think that is a way to take the power out of your hands. And I would not like to do that for y'all. So when it comes to sharing personal business, I understand both sides. I used to share a lot when I was younger, like, you know, like that was the comfort level was there. As I get older, I realize that certain things are sacred and are for me. Like my love life is for me. Whether I'm married or not, I won't confirm or deny. When I, I already said I'll get married 
like Janet Jackson. Janet Jackson and got married three times on our ass and we didn't even know about it until either it already happened or it was about to be a divorce. So for me, I've always admired the Janet Jackson school of marriage and eloping. That's that's the type of school I want to go to. I want to know how. I want to know when. I want to know how much the course costs because I will buy it. I like that type of life because at the end of the day, Certain things are sacred. And with our society, I think we're losing sight of that. Because we have gossip blog culture and things of that nature, people literally go online every day to see what other people are doing. Now, I'm not saying that you're wrong for that. I've done it before. But I realize at some point it creates a culture of entitlement. Like people are, are will go to a celebrity and be like, oh, why you ain't posting your kids? And they'll make an assumption of how good of a parent is based on how much somebody posts their kids on social media. That don't mean you a good, you're a good parent. Like, I mean, not to not to trigger nobody, but, you know, if you've been following the news, you see that posting kids on social media for certain people does not make you automatically a good parent. I'll leave that there. If you know, you know. But... I've also noticed the um, situation where it's a, oh, well, what about your relationship? I feel like this. If you need to know, you'll know. If I need to tell you bad, bad, somebody's already here. You'll know. So for me, it's like just willingly sharing it, though, because other people feel like they need to have some type of validation or they need to qualify whether I'm in a relationship or not or whether we're happy or not or whether we're good parents or not. I don't think that's cool. I don't. And for those that are oversharers, more power to you. This is definitely not a shot to y'all because, again, like I said, I've been there before. But at some point, again, I just had to realize on my journey there's certain things that I want sacred. Not to mention, people can't speak. Well, yeah, they can. So let me let me correct myself. People can speak on what we share. People can speak on what we don't share. The difference between the two is what we decide to confirm as fact. Because I, I could really care less who popping, who don't know nothing. You know, because that's going to happen regardless. People going to speculate on our lives all day. But it's a difference when people know what we've given them and then feel as if they can speak. It's a little different. It's kind of the same if you don't care. Because for me, it's kind of like, I mean, (laughs) whatever. But, you know, it's a difference. I've seen situations with folks where it's a confrontation going on or it's a it's a read going on. It's somebody getting lit up. And it's one thing to speculate and usually they'll say, oh, well, you don't know that. You don't know that. And then that truth seed come out and then that person pause real quick like, oh, oh you going to say that or it's oh, how you know that, you know? So I'm not saying don't own your truth and I'm not saying be scared of your truth. It's just a matter of do you feel like you have to share that with us? And if so, why? And that's the self check for today. If you don't care, you want to share great if you feel like you have to share my question is aimed towards you and i'm not saying it in an attacking way i'm just saying it so we can self-check and really qualify who it is that we doing this for are we doing this for ourselves or are we doing this for the audience and also do we feel obligated to do it for the audience And also, is the audience really that important? 
could they live without us sharing it? Because I feel like, again, sometimes people put on these shows and I know people are, you know, they don't like to broadcast their failures and things like that. And even though I personally think whenever people get to a comfort level of being able to share, I think testimonies are awesome. L's, some people call them losses. I call them lessons and testimonies and things like that. I think they can be really inspirational to people, whether we can actually see them or not. And I think that those things can really help somebody in times of adversity and, and, and dealing with obstacles. So, you know, I'm definitely down for the for the testimonials. But at the same time, I also can understand somebody still has not healed or processed that all the way through while they would not feel comfortable sharing. So I know sometimes people say, oh, y'all don't post y'all failures online. Y'all post y'all flightness online. It's, it's nice to say that, too. Sometimes it's a little more nuanced than we think it is. And, and we really not in no position to be dictating why people don't share. Now, somebody out here scamming and stuff like that. They're not sharing, you know, they they, they they failures, you know, because they out here getting caught for scamming. And they want to hide that before they try to sell you something. That's different. We need to know that. We need to know that. Okay. Before you go into a clubhouse room and get exposed for it anyway. But and I've seen that happen. And that's been, that was a mess. But um, in terms of just... I don't know. In terms of oversharing, it does get a little tricky, though, because it, it's almost like it's becoming a little dangerous, in my opinion. I'm seeing people buy houses, and I'm happy for people being homeowners. Don't get it twisted now. But it's dangerous to me because I'm like, y'all showing y'all whole house. I know the house number. And y'all know there's ways to, and I don't know how exactly to do it, but I know, and I've seen it on Twitter. That's how I know it's dangerous. And I know that sounds kind of funny, but what I saw was a, a reverse look up through an image that showed the address. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. If somebody want to pull a Scarface and bring a bunch of people over to your backyard while you sitting there chilling, minding your business, it's because it's the stuff that we gave them. It's the information we gave them. So I'd be telling folks, man, when you got a car, hide your license plate. If you got a, a house, like you don't have to show us the entire I mean like you can if you want to but just understand that not only are people that we love and we trust seeing that there's a whole bunch of strangers and weirdos that's seeing that too even if it's only for close friends all that stuff is just a screenshot or a screen record away so we just have to be very mindful when it comes to how we conduct ourselves online like and I'm not saying that I'm perfect like I said I used to overshare at one point but I'm like you know at some point I had to personally determine what my limits were and what was sacred. Now, some people may not consider it sacred. It's, oh, it's a house. Oh, it's a car. But for me, like, home is a sanctuary. Like, I don't want nobody knowing what that looks like. I don't want nobody to feel like they could um, they could come or imagine what my house is. Like, I feel like that's, I can show certain things, but in terms of the layout and things of that nature, like, I think that's, that's really an invitation to um, some foolery. And I'm not saying you should think like that automatically, but I think that, Safety is always the name of the game when it comes to sharing, period. Just like when people say, oh, well, don't put your mind towards negative energy. Yes, true, but we still have to make sure that we're protecting our energy while we interact with other people and we're sharing and being open. So I think that with our personal business, especially, you know, when it comes to our, our lives in terms of our experiences, as well as where we lay our head in, I think it's very important. I think protection of all things are very important. Like, I just... I can't I can't even think about no other way at this stage in the game because I know that shit can get weird regardless. And I hate for people to say, oh, people attract that energy to them. No, they don't. 
Not all the time. It's so easy to put. It's easy to speak on two people that we don't know and just blanket statement it away, right? I hate that. If you've ever seen um, seen any type of content of mine in the past, you know that I'm not really with the bullshit statements like that. I'll, I mean, if you've heard the episode I did a few days ago about spiritual cliches to retire in 2021, that's one of them, attracting it. I think abuse and violation of privacy and intimacy and things of that nature, I don't think anybody attracts that to them. I think that people choose to be... Um, to, to be evil people. And I think that there are people who are not deserving of that. And I think that that's just super dismissive and disrespectful to folks that experience that. So I don't, I don't think that's fair, um, you know, to just automatically just write off somebody else's trauma as, oh, we attracted it. That's really some bullshit. And I can't rock with nobody who claims to be spiritual, but just automatically says that because it's all fun and games until it happens to you. And then you'll be finding yourself wrestling and, and dealing with the contradiction of how it applies to everybody else, but how you somehow didn't deserve your own trauma. But that's another episode, okay? <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's a snap. Snap, snap. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to share that in terms of self-checking, in terms of sharing, and how do we feel about sharing? Y'all, like, let me know. I'll do a social media post about it later on today. And I would like y'all, if you feel comfortable with just sharing, or even if you DM me or whatever, I mean, a lot of y'all been hitting me up like, yo, where you been? I'm like, dang, I ain't podcast that often. Like, sheesh, let me check my, let me check my catalog here. Like, was I not doing enough episodes in this amount of time? Sheesh. But, um, but shout out to y'all that's been tapping in with me. I really appreciate it. But I just wanted to, again, just check in and see how y'all felt about that. So again, y'all can always find me at Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Spiritual Homegirl. You can find me. Uh, again, like I said, Clubhouse Spirit Homegirl. If you want to sign up for a tribe letter that comes out on Monday, you can do so at spiritualhomegirl.shop or you can click my show notes. All of this stuff is in my show notes too, by the way. If you want some crystal infused aromatherapy, definitely tap in at spiritualhomegirl.shop. If also, if you want to sign up for Patreon, tiers only start at $7. You can support a black female creator out here doing her thing, boo. And um, <laughs> that's only 23 cents a day for the lowest tier. We just dropped some Aquarius Sun Sign Challenge um, information on Monday. So if you're on Patreon, you have not tapped in, definitely tap in, okay? We're doing some cool stuff there. So with that being said, this has been another episode of the Spiritual Homegirl Podcast. My name is Maria. And remember, trust the journey, trust yourself, and share only what you feel comfortable with sharing, boo. I'll talk to y'all later. Love y'all. Peace. This episode has been produced by producer extraordinaire Jason Trichodemics Valerio.